Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. And we're back. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIPC. Hammers here, Abdul Akeem Shavaz, attorney at law and host here on 93 WIBC, joining us in studio. What other, what are the other job titles you have? I said attorney, attorney, college professor, political writer, commentator, Com- and just hell of an awesome human being. Yeah, accredited journalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah so credit media, credit media. Okay, <laughs> gossip monger, rumor monger, general <laughs> yeah. pain in the ass, liberal <laughs> professor. Yeah. <laughs> so you, so but you write for indiepolitics.org. I'm the editor that's, publisher. That's your website. Yep. You write for wibc.com, obviously, but you also have something called the cheat sheet, right? Yes, uh, the cheat sheet is it's a it's a political newsletter. Uh, you pay fifty bucks a year. You get all the gossip, rumor, blade innuendo before it all comes out, and it's, and it's got an accuracy rate of like ninety percent. Okay, so you're not just making stuff up. No, well, oh. no, you can't do that. Charge people fifty dollars. Well, for you it. can, but <laughs> oh, sure you can. There's a lot of people that do. So you, so so this, so the cheat sheet comes out once a week. Uh, it comes out usually every couple of weeks or a couple times a month. Okay, so the Republican Secretary of State candidate Diego Morales, um, it looks like um, he's facing what some would call some. Me Too accusations. Yes. Is that, is that accurate? Yes. This was all part of uh, this morning's release of your most up-to-date cheat sheet that right. you Right. It's out. a story I've been working on since actually May of earlier this year because I'd heard some rumblings that there were these uh, sexual harassment uh, mis- misconduct allegations in Diego's background. So I've been working on this story what, what, June, July, August, September, almost four, four or five months. Uh, finally uh, found out who two of the victims were, interviewed them, uh, had the interviews uh, transcribed, ran it by my attorney, by the way, because even lawyers have lawyers, just to make sure we weren't committing anything defamatory. And we went in, we ran it this morning. So take us through uh, the story here. This is kind of a bombshell story from a local politics perspective here. Take us through what is happening and what we know. Uh, what we know is, uh, let's say back in 2006, uh, Diego worked with uh, a woman on a congressional campaign. Uh, after the campaign was over, she moved to Indianapolis. He eventually moved here. They met on Monument Circle, actually right at the Starbucks. Right over there, uh, said, hey, the, the, the congressman has a gift for you. He told me he wanted me to give it to you the next time I saw you. So he, he goes to Starbucks. He does it. He said, I forgot the gift. It's in my apartment. He stays at the Marat, right up on Fall Creek across the street from yeah. Ivy Tech. So she gets in and she's like, okay. She's only like 20 years old at the time. So kind of sort of naive about these things and says, hey, you, want to, you mind get in the car? We'll drive it to my apartment. She's like, sure, because we're friends. Uh, and I asked her what kind of car do you have. It's like I said, a black SUV. And I asked her that specifically because you, go, you, just, you just don't make up any sort of vehicle off the top of your off the top of your head. Right. Details the, are important yeah. when you're doing a story like this. Yeah. Went to the apartment. Uh, she described the apartment and how everything was. He said he went to his bedroom. She didn't go in there. She sat on the couch. He said he brought. She said he brought back uh, the photograph. Then he started to you know kiss her and sort of grope her. And she's like, get off me, leave me alone. Got in the face. Uh, and I wrote in the cheat sheet, which, by the way, folks, uh, normally I don't do this, but uh, for this instance, I posted a cheat sheet on my website, indypolitics.org, so people could read it for themselves and hear what both women uh, have to say. Normally it's it's subscriber-based, but sure. for this one today, today I'm the drug dealer. Today it's today it's free, so not, knock yourself out. So how did it end? How did that situation uh, Did she get out of there? Or? She, she eventually got out of there. She, she pushed him off. She he uh, she left her things in, his, in her car, and she had to get, figure out a way to get back to Monument Circle. So, Bob. Uh, he, she drove her, she, he drove her back. I uh, said, so we're still friends, right? Like, no, we're not. 
still friends. She said she told her dad. Her dad said, you want me to call the police? Like, no, I don't want to, you know, I'm a Republican. I don't want to mess up my future, my career, like a lot of victims of sexual assault do. So that was her story. Then the other story. So never like, any complaint filed at all? Um, no, because they weren't really necessarily working for anybody at the time. Okay. And this was 2006. This was 2000. This, no, this was 2007. They, they met in 2006. Okay. okay. The second one was 2009 when he worked at the Secretary of State's office. Uh, once again, same story. Young woman, early 20s, dinner, and sort of the same pattern all over again. And uh, these are just the two women that would talk to me right now. I know of at least four all together who tell pretty much the exact same story. So when Diego Morales put out a statement today saying these allegations are false and, you know, I would, I would never do this. This is 15 years ago. There, there's no documentation. I didn't know you needed documentation to be a sexual assault victim. Um Wait, he said what? Is there, there's no documentation? Yeah. Is it, what was he talking about, like any sort of police report or anything like that? I'm not that? sure what, what he was. was... Here, here's what he said. Uh, the women would not reveal their identity, cannot corroborate their stories, have neither the documentation nor sources to substantiate their defaming comments. The falsities stem from 15 years ago and were not brought forward until now. I mean, 39, 39, 39 days before an election, the time is clearly political motivated. No, the, the, the time it is, that's when I finally got them to talk to me. It just because I've been working on this story since May of this year. Does, but, it, does it look to people like it's politically motivated here a few weeks out of the midterms? I mean, I mean, it, I'm, I'm, it's, it's like it just because I, I, I had no idea. I don't. I, I, I mean, you know, it's like I mean, it's, it, it harkens back to Kavanaugh. Well, to but, see, but see, but Kavanaugh is different because Kavanaugh, the woman who accused Brett Kavanaugh of wrongdoing, couldn't describe anything. Uh, whereas these women go into extreme detail what the apartment looked like, you know, what he was wearing. Uh, there's a there's a section in the story that I wrote where the woman described the smell of his cologne, cause, right? Because she remembered that. And you don't remember the smell of someone's cologne unless something funny is going on. Uh, being devil's advocate here, because I know this is a question that you're going to hear people will say on social media, why did it take so long? I know you were working on this since May. I'm not talking about you. Why now did these women decide to come out? Uh, I think in part because uh, Diego Morales is the Secretary of State candidate, and he's going to be running elections. So he... wouldn't that be politically motivated then? I, I would say... I would say politically motivated to a, to a certain degree, but also if people have concerns, they have concerns. And also, who would who would they who would they tell? Who would they speak to? Who would they talk to? Right. I just got the. Good. And let me just say that Diego Morales is innocent until proven guilty. And I would say this if this were Brett Kavanaugh or Chris Cuomo. It doesn't matter which side of the scale you're on. Um, everybody deserves the right for their story to be told. So let's make that perfectly clear. And are any charges going to be filed? I don't, I don't think so because it's, the time passes just way, way too long. Uh, but like I said, these were two that I spoke to. Another uh, alleged victim actually has a lawyer, and I've been trying to talk to the lawyer to get her to come and tell her story. And then there's a fourth person. Then I got a, a text message later on the day from another young staffer basically saying I was told to, to I work with Diego, but I was told to not be alone in the same room with him. I mean, it's a it's a pattern. Does uh... Uh, former Vice President Mike Pence have a fundraiser with I think he has a Diego. fundraiser scheduled for next week. I don't know if that fundraiser is still scheduled, though. Okay, yeah. I, I'm just wondering what this does from a political perspective. Does this resonate? Does this Will this have an impact on I, his I was, campaign? I was, in, I was in French Lick earlier today uh, on a media panel talking about the Indi Indiana Energy Association, and a lot of the women were like, wow, we heard stories, but that's the first time we've actually ever seen it in in writing. And uh, we're going to be releasing some polling of the Secretary of, State, Secretary of State's race on Tuesday. And I can tell you this, more than a third of Republicans are still undecided. They don't know where they're going to vote for Diego. It's almost like between this story, his military record, uh, his uh, getting fired from the Secretary of State's office, 
is uh, and some other issues. They're like little mini Richard Murdoch situations. Right. How did he get this nomination to begin with? Because I know our mutual friend Rob Kendall has been saying this for a long time. How did this guy get this far? Delegates were mad at the governor over the whole over the, over the pandemic thing. And uh, Holly Sullivan, who's the current secretary of state, uh, was the governor's pick. And so they wanted to stick to the governor by nominating Diego Morales. Hmm. So it was really just anybody but a Holcomb lackey. And he just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Yes. Okay, so he can't be kicked off the ticket. Let's say that he comes out and says something. I don't know. Or we get some new information. I'm just spitballing here. He can't be kicked off the ballot, right? No, can't be kicked off the ballot. It's too late to be taken off the ballot. It doesn't sound like he's going anywhere anyway after that statement. Uh, Not now, but there's other stuff out there, too, so... Okay. Have well, these... are you are you saying there could be other things to to yes. before the election? Yep. Okay. I, I mean, I'm already getting it on Twitter here. This is a hit job. Abdul's going for clickbait. Blah blah blah. I mean, no, I'm, I'm sure not... you're getting you know. I'm sure yeah. you're getting the same thing. I've, I've been working on this. Like, I've, I've, like, I've, I've working on this since May. If I'm working on something since May, it's not clickbait. These women that you spoke with, did they give you their name? Were they okay with their name being published out there? Um, we went back and forth on that. Uh, a couple of them have young children, and so they want to protect their kids, uh, their families. And so we agreed to not use their name, but they did let me use, uh, we did let me transcribe the interviews that we did, which is what's in the cheat sheet. Did and, you meet with them in person or was yes. this over the, in person? One in person, one over the phone. Okay. Why did they decide that um, all of a sudden now is the time to tell our story? Um, I, think, I think just basically I'm the first one who found out about it. I, I really do. Otherwise... They would, because uh, I know a couple other reporters were working on this when they found out I was working on it uh, as well. So we're just trying to race to get to the get to the finish line. So uh, who's running against Diego Morales? Who's the uh, Democrat? A Democrat's a young lady named Destiny Wells, uh, and, the, and the Libertarian's name is Jeff Moore. Uh, they're both veterans, uh, without any question, their military record. So just a little FYI. Does Destiny have a shot here in light of all of this information? I think so. Does Destiny have a shot the way that Cindy Carrasco has a shot, or is it everything has to go right 100%? I think, I think Destiny has a shot the way Joe Donnelly had a shot when Richard Murdoch made his rape comments. Okay, okay, that's what mm. I'm going for, because it's a red state. Yeah. You know, Indianapolis is blue. There are pockets that are blue, but it's a pretty red state. So you really got to drop the ball to lose a state week statewide race like this. You see, but you got to remember, Democrats have won before. Joe Donnelly won before. We beat Richard Murdoch, and Glenda Ritz won. Uh, when she beat Tony Bennett, but they had the help of Republicans to do it. And so the question is, are these allegations enough to take those undecided uh, voters uh, from undecided to Destiny Wells? That remains to be seen. Where can people find this uh, story in its entirety? I uh, like I said, I just put it up at IndyPolitics.org with Diego's denial uh, and Destiny Wells and Jeff Moore's comments as well. It's up at IndyPolitics.org. Normally, it is, uh, normally I charge for it, but today... It's on the house. You're the candy man today. (laughs) (laughs) Abdul, thank you. Thank you. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.